You are now listening to Sweep the Rack Podcast featuring Brooklyn Rob and Big Mike. Rob, what's good, homie? Mike, you know, look, there hasn't been a lot of bowling going on in the last week, but I know there has been some bowling going on in the New Jersey area, and I am dying. I am dying to hear how your first night of league went. Uh, so you got to tell the people because of the last week, you know, we spoke about in great depth. How, about I, was, how, how I was bowling on house. and House shot. I'm bowling yes. a house shot league for the summer. Yeah, yes. so on and so forth. Okay, so uh, can I can I take some time here? Can oh, I, I mean, can I? No, I'm serious though. Can you got I nothing really, else to talk about. So we might. I know, I know. Can I really? Can I really go deep on the summer league bowling experience here? Because this is, I got to I got to give the people some background. So okay. The as I said last week, I believe the only reason that I'm bowling a house league this summer is because my homie GQ. A uh, college buddy of mine who I reunited with, uh, you know, after not talking for quite a long time after college, just lost touch. Reunited with him earlier this year, and uh, yeah, we we decided to bowl league together. He's in the bowling, so he's not ready to bowl on sport. And you know, I, so I'm bowling a, a house league with him. I did want to bowl an additional sport league, but. I don't think it's going to work out because the other sport league that I wanted to bowl is on Wednesday nights when we do the show. So I had to kind of forgo the idea of bowling a sport league, but there's there's sport practice sessions on Mondays at, at uh, Majestic Lanes that Rusty Thompson runs, so I can hit those if I want. There's, there's uh, you know, patterns out on Sundays at the local bowling alley that I bowl at here for the sport league that's on Wednesdays so they can practice on that so I can hit those. So I'll still I'll st- and and the league that I am bowling on house I totally neglected to remember the fact that it's on Thursday night when the King of the Hill takes place at Carolier, Greg Tax King of the Hill. So I, I mean I'll get a sub for a week or two throughout the summer and I'll still go to the King of the Hill a couple times, but I'm definitely not going to be able to hit that as a regular thing. So the original league we wanted to bowl was going to be uh, was going to be at Majestic a triples league. And, Rob, I call up to get in the league. And you know Majestic Lanes. It's a big house. It's 40 lanes. I mean, it's not a small center. I call up to get in the league. It's completely filled. Okay? 40 teams, three-man teams. Summer league. Wow. Okay? (laughs) Right? Rob, let let me say, here's going to be one of my overall points of this conversation. Bowling is back right now. Yo, bowling is back right now. Seriously, especially league bowling. League bowling is back. Okay, so the 40, 40 team league at Majestic filled up. We couldn't get in, right? So I decide to bowl at a different center, Bolero Hazlitt, which is where I bowl my, uh, which is where I bowl my my sport league in the winter, right? That I have bowled. Obviously, I didn't bowl it the last two years uh, or year and a half, but that's where I bowl normally in my sport league. So we missed the first week. Okay, the first week was last Thursday. We missed the first week because I totally neglected to remember that last week was the first week, and I already had stuff planned for for Thursday night last night. And I called my buddy, my partner GQ, and he was like, "Yo, I can't make it." 
So I called the bowling center. I explained. I said, listen, you know, we, we got our signals crossed and whatnot. Can we still join the league? They said, yeah, no problem. You can come in uh, on Sunday, you know, anytime before next Thursday, and you can post bowl for the first week. But after that, you can't post bowl. I said, okay, no problem. So I call my boy. I'm like, when, when, you know, what works for you? He's like, Sunday works for me. I said, okay, cool. They don't open. I call up the bowling alley to schedule a post bowl for Sunday. They don't open until 12, right? Well, Sunday out here on the East Coast was like nearly 100 degrees. And, you know, I, I just got the pool. So I had some plans. I had some company coming over. But I was like, all right, we got to do this post bowl. I scheduled it for 12 o'clock. And I'm like, I'll just go over. We'll do our thing and we'll be out of there quickly. Okay. So we get there. We're bowling on one and two. All right. And Rob, I, I haven't bowled on a house shot in like, I don't know, years, numerous years, I would say, especially regularly. Right. Here and there, you know, leftover house shot when I go to practice. Okay. But fresh house shot, haven't done that in quite a long time. Right. So we go to one and two. And we start practicing, and the immediate thing that I notice is how dry they are. Yo, there's yo, yo, they are so dry. I mean, like eight and out is so dry, I could easily have used plastic if I wanted to. Okay, that's how dry they were. All right, and then the middle of the lane, like it had oil on it, but. I would describe it as kind of shorter oil because the ball was like hooked. I mean, it was it was right, it was like, crazy. No, like like so, light volume, right? Like light volume, like not yo, a lot of volume. Super light volume, mm -hmm. super light volume in the middle. Okay, so okay. like eight and out is totally hooked. Now, now realize, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep here. My boy GQ, I'm trying to set him up. Right. I'm trying, I'm trying to look out for him. So what did I do a couple weeks ago before we started bowling? You know, we knew we were going to bowl this league. I told him, listen, I got you a couple balls. Okay. Cause that's how I roll people. When I get free balls, they go to other people. Okay. Just so you know how I roll. I get a few free balls, not going to say from who, but I get a few free rocks. I throw them GQ's way. And one of them was a great game breaker for, and that's the one we immediately drilled up. So, He's using that, and I'm watching him. And, yeah, not, and not, not, not on that Oh, shot. my God. Oh, my God. Rob, Rob, yeah. when I say that he could not keep the ball to the right of the head pin, like, oh, yeah. it didn't matter what he did, what I told him. It just did not matter. The ball was just not going to stay to the right of the head pin, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, well, and I know. I mean, I know that that's a little sure, bit of an sure, earlier sure. rolling ball, but my understand my thought process here. Like, we're going to be bowling on a house shot. I'm assuming it's going to be pretty it's great, you know, Yeah, decent great ball for a house right? shot. Great, great. Ball I would for figure, house shot, right? especially yeah, for somebody 100%. that's not that experienced, sure. lower rev rate, et cetera. Sure. Well, totally, totally. Uh, I mean, just unusable. And that's really all he had because his other stuff is getting plugged and redrilled. Almost unusable. First game, I don't, I mean, I don't know how I did this in retrospect. The first game, I, all I thought, we only had three minutes of practice. What? Okay. Why? I don't know. I was in a hurry. I was in a hurry to get in and get out of there. The practice came on. It was three minutes. I didn't even ask questions. I just started throwing balls. So I was like, I guess it's because usually you get six minutes and there's only half the teams. I guess six that's minutes. What, yeah, that's what this, this center, most of their leagues, they do <laughs> six minutes. Six minutes of practice. 
Okay. okay. So we so we had three minutes of practice, threw a couple shots, noticed they were on fire. I don't have any equipment that's that's necessarily set up to bowl on house. I'm using all ball. I got all balls that have a little bit of surface on them at least because I'm mostly bowling on sports stuff wherever I go. So I ended up I only brought three ball, balls in with me because it was a hundred degrees out and I didn't feel like carrying a bunch of stuff. And again, I'm in a hurry. I want to get in and out. I want to go enjoy the pool, etc. I ended up using a web tour. Okay. Ooh. Pin up a pin yeah. up web tour. All right, was the yeah. ball. Well, my other option was a was a physics. Yeah, no, you can't use that. Asymmetrical. Yeah, I think it's an asymmetrical burn. physics. So I was like, no, all right, gonna... out of the two I got, I'm going to go with the web tour, right? Yeah, it's probably – yeah, it's, it's not a bad ball. I mean, but still, though, it's when – when there's light volume, it's still going to hook early, you know? Yo, first game, All the only thing I concentrated on was not hitting the ball at the bottom of my swing. Okay? What'd you shoot? What'd I you was, shoot? What'd you shoot? I shot, Come on. I, just... shot, I shot 259. Oh, okay. I shot two fifty nine the first game. Yeah, right. It it, sh- it should have been. It honestly should have been two eighty. Okay. okay. It should have been two eighty. But I I laid one short in the middle of the game, and I I crossed over and almost almost dominoed them forward, but but left one pin standing. Okay, on the cross, and, and then I shot two. I think two fifty nine the first game, and by the end of the first game. I was already pr- pretty pretty much like almost up against the ball return. Just trying to not hit the ball, sort of spin it, spin it off my hand a little bit, you know, not get it right of 8. I you know, it was it was crazy. Next game, I had nowhere to go, man. I had nowhere to go. I just I, I ran out of room. Shoot. Shoot. I shot 158. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I got one shot's too easy, Mike. I'm not fronting here. Uh, one, oh, there, listen, there's more to the story here. I'm, I, I told you I'm going to go deep with this one. So I shoot 158 the second game, and then the third game, uh, I kind of just tried to tried to get nine and make spares, so I didn't shoot another 150 just to you know try and get us a win. I think I shot like 20 something. Okay, I was blown away by how much hook was on the lane and I thought to myself like wow like if this is what house shots have become and I don't and I'm not and again I'm going to go deep here but I'm thinking to myself after this is what house shots are this is I just don't even know I mean I, I I'm going to have to drill a ball I'm going to have to you know at least at least get something in my bag to allow me to have a chance to to play on this stuff so I get done bowling and I text one of my buddies who's also bowling in this league who bowls at this house regularly and I said, yo, man, like, they were incredibly dry. It, I mean, it was unbelievable how dry they were. I can't believe that that's what the house shot is there normally. What does he tell me? What does he tell me? Their machine is currently broken. Oh, so they ha- they have an oil. They, there's no, there's, okay. they haven't- no, they're oiling. They're oiling, but there's, there's some kind no of malfunction going on in the machine that the, the machine is not putting out what, the, it should be putting out, you know, is that in majestic? terms of volume. No, Dave this wants was, to know what else. This was Bolero. Uh, Bolero Hazlitt. Bolero oh. Hazlitt. So Bolero's okay. lane machine was broken. They haven't fixed it. So yeah, broken. Apparently, they have a new one on order that's supposed to get there soon. And my buddy was telling me that yeah, like that. He said when they went the previous Thursday, everyone bowled like shit because it's all guys who bowl there full time. 
and are, right. and are there all the time. And they all went in, and the shot was completely dry and different, and except so. You know, yeah, so I'm not making excuses, you know. I'm definitely not. And I think had I had a better ball choice, to I'll, I'll tell you the only ball I had in my trunk, and I have about I have about 12 balls in my trunk at any given time. The only ball I had in my trunk that I, I really could have considered using and might have been effective was a Pearl Black Widow, and that was it. That's the only what? ball that I had that, that I was like, eh, maybe you don't, want, I, you don't have a plastic? You could why don't you throw your plastic? I did, I did have plastic, but uh yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't Dude, I didn't I didn't go plastic, to plastic I'm just saying, man, try it in practice. If it stays the same thing next week, man, the plastic could roll just as good as a you know, a hard urethane, really. Like plastic, if they're that dry. Dude, you could play right up ten with that plastic. I guarantee you could have a better oh, I know. Than, I know I can. I right, listen. You should. I watched Andrew Kane at the 2003 High Roller win a, win a sweeper going 279, 279. Yeah, clear Wolf. Play. Yeah, Clear Wolf. Yeah, I yeah. know. I, I I was there. I I won a couple High Roller matches with a target zone up three. Yeah. Um. But anyway, like it's great. Um. I, the one thing I got out of that story. No, no, Ian Lang. That is a that is an Omega Lion. Actually, that's oh. a throwback Omega Lion. But you're right. I may have been able to pull that off the shelf and use that. That might have looked really good. That, yeah. that's that's a fair point. Go ahead, Rob. Dude, um, the one thing I got out of that story, though, I mean, yeah, look, like you pre bowled, you pre bowling Sunday morning, you don't really know what you're getting into. Uh, I, I'm I'm curious to see if they're going to be the same way when you actually show up live next week. Well, it's tomorrow. You, it's to, tomorrow. Next week okay, is tomorrow. It's to yeah, Thursday, so. right? Okay. Um, yeah. I'm first off, I'm really glad to hear bowling is back and the league is in majestic is filled. Uh, that's my Yo, boy, Chris. So, I believe so. Chris is Fisher's this league. league? So I know. is this league that I'm in? Dude, so real quick, Ian Lang's that, in this that's, that's actually the league I was going to join, Rob. Right. Chris Fisher's league is the league I yeah. was going to join him at Justin. Fish, Fish is great, and he he definitely knows how to run um, the pro shop and league. Uh, if you if you guys don't you know don't know, check out Chris Fisher's pro shop at Majestic Lanes. Man, kid has uh, been drilling my stuff since I was a kid, and uh, you know, good friend of mine. Throw my name out, man. You get a, a, a maybe a discount. Um, anyway. Uh, Ian Lang's in the chat, right? And I just saw a post on Facebook that had me dying where they, uh, the league um, scheduled 38 teams to bowl in a house that has 36 lanes. So there was some uh, controversy in the meeting, I guess, at how they're going to accommodate all 38 teams in 36 lanes. Well, why not kick the last two teams that joined the league out and tell them that the league is filled like they did to you, Mike, at Majestic, right? Like, why are you going to let people – How? Like, well, if you <laughs> – okay, it depends if they accepted the entries already and told those teams they were in or if they if they told those teams, oh, well, we, we're already full and you're on a waiting list and now they're trying to get those teams in, right? That makes a difference here because – if somebody made a mistake, if somebody, yeah. well, I mean, honestly, I Who think makes they should, that mistake. Though? I think How they should either mistake? bowl for it or fight for it. <laughs> dude, fight for it. How about? Dude, I think it should be either one, right? It I'm should all either about be it. every every team selects one player and they fight battle royal style, battle royale dude. until you know five on five like Survivor Series. Yeah, fir first two men out, first two men out are are the teams that are out, so or you or you bowl for it. You bowl for it. Everybody, you know, everybody bowls one or two full team games. Boom, set them up. You know, lowest series are out. Lowest series are out of the league. Make it high stakes. But I want to. I want to comment on this though. Uh, it depends to me 
whether they told all the teams, okay, you have a spot you're in, and then discovered they told too many teams, or if there was a waiting list already. If there was a waiting list already, they should just shut out the teams that were on the waiting list and move forward. And that's I do. It. Mike, but I do if, like they that told, idea, if they told those teams that they're in, yeah. you know, then yeah, you kind of, you kind of have a, you kind of have a, uh, a problem on your hands. Dude, I like that idea though. The first week of league, um, but the problem is there's only 36 lanes, so I don't know how you do that. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into that. I just but this is these are. I mean, Rob, yeah, we're sitting here problem. talking about leagues being filled. I know Greg Tax tournament over the weekend had like 120 entries. Holy I shit. know that. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. He ran a. It's the uh, Greg Rodingen Memorial Tournament. Uh, it's a benefit for I think heart disease, American Heart Association. So, and Greg Greg Rodingen was a um, uh, an Eastern Region bowler, older guy. He was also a high school coach in New Jersey. One of the one actually one of the few coaches that I actually liked coaching on the same pair with because he actually took things pretty seriously, and I appreciated that. But was that the was that determined that Alex Cavignero yeah. won? Because that's yep, what he yep, won. Yep, Alex um, won. Yeah, a lot yeah, of good competition at that tournament too. A lot of good competition Dude, so at that tournament. Let me ask you a question, which is curious. So, what did it take a pandemic to get people to come out and bowl? What 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 was going on pre COVID? Well, I think uh, yeah, I mean. I, I, all right, you, let's talk factors here. Let, let's do that. I, li I like getting into that. So one factor, obviously, Rob, is that people haven't been able to bowl in a while, right? That's got to be the number one factor. That we're, You're probably going to see this effect for a little while, at least, in, in the sport. Probably this this upcoming league season, I would say, will be and a big gonna season. Everyone's going to quit again. Everyone's gonna quit again. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna bowl one league season and get get that's fried. It. Everyone's gonna be fried that's and that's they're the done again. Yeah. So uh, you're right. USBC ought to raise dues this year and get while the getting's good. You know, get 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 that extra money in the pot and right get, these, the prize get these tournaments paying something. So uh, obviously, Rob, I think the number one factor is people haven't been able to do what anything any, that they love whatever it is that you love you really haven't been able to do it for a long they, time and no one bowling, loved, but no one loved bowling Nobody no was bowling come on, there's a lot of people there's a lot of people that love bowling you know there's just there's a lot of people that i think with many other things take it for granted right and and it's easy to yeah. let something let something lay there uh and and be disregarded or be ignored if you're taking it for granted and then when you don't have the opportunity to to do that you know, it, it definitely uh, makes you think about it differently, right? So um, here's here's another factor. I, I think that, you know, because of the stimulus checks. Stymie uh, checks. Every, no, listen, listen. And, and every, everything that I'm reading, I just watched the national news. They did a whole report on employers not being able to hire people. You know, there's there, there's uh, employment shortages out there, so it seems relatively easy if you want to work and earn some money to work and earn some money. So I think that people are, you know, financially recovering as well from this pandemic. Uh, so I think we're seeing a little bit of a difference there. And obviously, you know, bowling comes down to expendable uh, income, you know, so. People are me, blowing the stymie checks, man, at bowling. And then that's the end of it. As soon as the, as well, soon as the, the, the funds dry up, there's going to be both people are going to be back to third for 10 entries, a scratch tournament. I, I don't I don't know if it's people blowing their checks. I think it might be that you know people people are in an okay uh, financial situation where 
they feel comfortable going and spending some money on bowling or investing in some equipment or, or, or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, to me, those would be the two biggest factors in, in why bowling's coming sure. back. You know, obviously, okay, well, it's good to see. Look, I'm not complaining. And, and the economic around. end of it. Yeah, look, like I, I'm, I'm happy to see it. I'm just joking around, right? About like, you know, I'm ho- hopefully, you know, bowling can continue and the leagues can continue to grow. And we see, we start seeing bowling alleys open instead of closing. Wouldn't that be a fucking sight, Mike? Yeah, I think I think you're you know probably taking things a little bit far there. Hey man, kid, I look, <laughs> you know, I'm just it trying to. Good, it would be a good time to be the biggest bowling center operator in the United States, though, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, good time to be uh, in a bolero uh, uh, executive team or the dream team. Speaking of the dream team, yeah. Mike, so uh, can I just can I touch on bolero league one more sure, minute? I know sure. I know you want to you want to get into something else here, but uh. I saw a post on Facebook this week about, and I don't, you know, I don't know the details on this. I'm just talking about what I saw on Facebook. Um, somebody posted that Bolero centers are now including a gratuity, like on any kind of bill, any kind of food or drink that you get, and and that oh, yeah. they were they were including a COVID charge, but now they're putting it on as a gratuity or something. And I mean. <laughs> I don't, I'm all for tipping. I'm all for tipping. I'm all for good tipping, for good service. For good service. But I don't know, man. Like, Bolero better be careful. You know, they should be careful because – Monopoly, Mike. It's yeah, soon. but, but, but like, do that. at a certain I, – I hear you, Rob. I hear you. And you know what? Like, like, the remodel jobs that they've done in a lot of the centers are pretty good. To me, to, to me, the, the, the cleanliness of the centers for the bowler is terrible. Like I had to go and, and literally like wipe the Robert Hamilton down. Agrees, says there yeah. is a charge at Bolero, a COVID yeah, charge. I, I had to I had to wipe things down myself and you know make sure that the approaches were clean and all that. But uh, I think at a certain point, man, you're 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 gonna make it impossible for the league bowler to do what they want to do if the prices get so high that you know. You, you really can't afford to go and get yourself a, a, a weekly meal or, you know, practice a little bit like Charlie's bringing up in the chat here. 674 per, per game. game. Yeah. Mike, I mean, I mean, I know, though, for a fact, though, the Bolero has a really good summer like pass where you could pay like 38 or $40 or $60 and you get like three games a day for free which is good if you're going to use it, even if it's, you're going to use it two or three days a week, it's still worth a, a 40 or $60 charge for a few months. Um, but yeah, um, problem is, is you don't know when to show up because you don't know like if, when these lanes are getting oiled. Um, so I'm not really sure. Uh, I, I have to go visit the Bolero. Bolero yeah, has a monopoly in this Arizona area over here. There's a lot, so, there's a lot that Bolero could do, you know, like, we joke around that they should they should hire us, but one one role that I do think we could fill in their company, or that they should look to somebody who's a serious bowler, and they should put somebody in charge. Uh, you know, make somebody the head of uh, you know league bowling or competitive bowling for Bolero, and you know that that person should be in a role to make make the experience better for the competitive bowler. Like for instance, you know. If you're a league bowler there, you should be getting huge, huge discounts anytime you walk in the door on practice, on food, on drinks. Huge discounts. Like right. for instance, Char- Charlie just brought up the six seventy four games. Let's call it seven bucks a game. 
a league bowler should be paying a dollar fifty a game, two dollars a game. You know, so yeah, that that kind of deal. And I, again, I think that like there is a line there. We're seeing strong indications that bowling's coming back, right? But I do think that there's there's that line, right? Where once once you uh, cross that line of cost, uh, you know, people people aren't gonna aren't, aren't really gonna be with it. But all right, Rob. Uh, you want to talk about the Dream Team. Big, big news from the Dream Team this week, though, Rob. Oh, yeah? Pap, what was Pap's, Pap's Blue Ribbon. Pap's Blue Ribbon. New PBA sponsor. I like okay. Pap's. On tap, though. Not in the can. I like it on tap. I hate it. I think it I think it tastes like swill, honestly. No, I mean, look, it's beer. I, it's it's, some, it's I thought it's something that, like... Well, you're a craft. You're a People drink craft. to be cool. You're a craft no, beer no, bougie guy. No, I'll, I'll enjoy I'll enjoy a regular man's beer too. I, I mean, like PBR I, you know, on for top. a long time. I've been a Yingling guy, so don't 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 mispeg me, okay? Dude, Coors Light, PBR on top, Miller High Life, Miller Light, Coors Light, the beer of the people, Mike. Um, but look, anytime you can get a beer sponsor to come on. Now, we don't know the arrangements, but we don't know the uh, you know. We don't know any of the details behind the sponsors. Can, but. can I can I say though? Let me let me point this out because I want to be fair. You're right. We don't know the details, and I wish we did. I wish we had that information because that information is important. How long is the sponsorship agreement for? What does it bring to the PBA? What does Paps get out of it? But I will say this: it looks like they added Paps as the sponsor of these events that they're going to have uh, next week, Rob. Yeah, I guess uh, from Jimmy. Good to see you, man. There's to sponsor the next three events. That's perfect. That's exactly what you want, right? Like you want sponsors Absolutely. to come in and especially where are they going? Bayside. Right? So yeah, you know, I I three six I, pack I, to the PB. Char- <laughs> no, Charlie yeah. <laughs> to the Pinsiders. The Pinsider crew. Good- no, yeah. Charlie, you joke, you joke, but uh you know, I'm gonna make a point uh in a minute here as this conversation goes on about uh, the sponsorship with PBR, and I'm I'm actually going to suggest that what you're saying in the chat there about a free six pack as a as a way as a promotional thing for the PBA. I mean, something like that is great. Like like promote the PBA event in a town and say, "Ours ticket for two free PBRs." You know. Um, now I I will say that I feel like a, as usual. The PBA is a little bit late to the to the PBR party here. I feel like the PBR craze happened a few years back, and I don't I don't know if it's as if it's as hot as it was back then. But I'll take it though, especially sponsoring events, especially with their name on an actual event. Like, could you imagine Jimmy put bowlers on the cans? Could you imagine drinking a cold one from a from a Bill O'Neill beer? That's te- that's a terrible idea, Jimmy. No one would know who they are. I love <laughs> you, Jimmy. You I love you. You're the best. You're the best in the game. I swear. But that's a terrible idea, my man. That's hilarious. That would be funny, though. That would be you. Great. Be you, Jimmy, should do that, though. We we should see some memes with a PBR can with the bowlers, uh, you know, p- put on there. So you know, I know, Dude, I know I like you'll PBR. make that happen. I don't know. I've, I like PBR on tap. Uh, anyway, so I, I'm going to throw a question out to our fans. I'm curious. How many people out there in the in the chat know about what the what event, this Empress event that the PBA is on air, uh, the Empress edition of King of the Lanes? 
Does anybody know um, who's bowling or what the format? Or I guess more of a question would be is, has anybody seen any promotion uh, on this event? No. From the, the question is, does anyone know anything other than when these air? Do we know who's bowling in them? Do we know what the prizes are? Do we know what the format is? Do we know, know anything? Do we know anything? It's the and keep in mind, people. It's airing six days from now on the fifteenth. So have we seen any promotion for this anywhere? Anywhere has anybody than, seen anything other than the the uh, the only page Mike. that works on the PBA website, which is the front page, the only page that works. Mike, this is. I'm just going to go down here. Nothing. No. Nope. Nope. Zero. Zip. Zero. Nothing. Excellent nothing. promoting. Nothing. Dude. A lot of nothings. What? A lot of nothings in the in the chat. So what? Like what is happening right now? Like should we just watch these shows because they're getting aired? Let me you let know? me let me let me update everybody too. The PBA website still stinks. So let me give everybody a quick update there. Uh, but you know, uh, <laughs> dude, what? exactly. All of a sudden, we're gonna start seeing some <laughs> promotion because you know people are listening. Look, yo, they pre-bowled. They pre-bowled the Empress King of the Hill, dude. Seriously, like. Well, some someone's saying they put out a press release. Shep Ramsey's saying there was a press release with the bowlers. Nico, Where, what's Shep? up, man? Where? Where at? Point me in the right direction. I, I missed that. I didn't see 2019, that. 2019, Mike. So who's who's <laughs> on these shows then? You know, because that that was one of the main things that I was looking for was was dude, who is on these shows, right? Who's bowling? I'm just I trying won't to be say, going. I won't be going to uh, Bayside uh, this year or next week. Uh, actually, I'm still in work, so it wouldn't have mattered. Okay, so but here's Bill, my point. Bill's Mike. not. Bill's not bowling, though, Rob. Bill's I, not I in any of these events. What it is. And Look, that, like, I mean, I got to be honest. That's surprising to me because uh, to me, he's like one Mike, of the one of the bigger names out there over the last year or two. Here's my point. Okay, we our podcast and you and I cater to mostly. Hardcore bowling fans, okay? We have every once in a while our casual fans will come in, but most of the people that watch and follow us are usually really into bowling. They they're all over social media. They know what's going on in the sport. You especially more than anybody that I know follow the PBA religiously, right? If we don't know anything about what's going on, then how in the world are the casual fans going to know when the show is gonna air? when who's bowling on it like anything and then and, and, what you, know, and then I, you expect I, ratings you're right and listen you know and i listen i'm i'm trying to be fair i i try and give both sides i gave praise earlier in this episode now i'm i'm going to you know i'm going to point out some negative and rob can i just say it's just laziness yo it's just laziness okay i mean they're getting sponsors they're getting new sponsors Brad, Brad, Brad and Kyle said the money wasn't worth what what the Empress Edition, the King of the Hill? Is that what we're talking? Like, Brad and Kyle said the money wasn't worth what? Wasn't worth bowling? Maybe wasn't going to two people well, go going to Maine to bowl I need, the shows. I need clarification there, Kyle. All right, back to what I was saying. It's laziness. It's just lazy. I mean, they're the biggest bowling center owner in America, in you know North America. Uh, so. It should be very easy to promote a lot of this stuff in their centers to their league bowlers. For instance, you know, uh, this sponsorship deal with with PAPS, right? Well, why not? You know, I mean, I would imagine like PAPS are gonna are gonna be in Bolero centers, right? If I'm PAPS and I'm doing a sponsorship deal with Bolero and the PBA, I would at least want some some PAPS and some Bolero centers. 
why not run something saying, hey, we're doing the PBA events here. PAPS sponsor, we're going to offer a discount on PAPS and Bolero centers for the weeks that this is on, right? Just to promote it in that way. But like, it's uh, honestly, it, it, it a lot of it to me seems like pure laziness. It just seems like, yeah, we're running this just to run it because we have to run it. And that's it. Yeah. And here's the thing, Shep Ramsey, the bowlers and the matches are on the link. First off, trying to find the link on the PBA website is a mess. Second off, should the bowlers have to go on the PBA website and click on 7 million links to try to find what's going on in the show? Or should the PBA social media department be shoving this these, these shows down the fans' throats or actually promoting it a little bit, maybe interviewing the players at, or, or putting out a little bit of a spoof where like the players are saying, you know, oh, we're, the king of the hill is coming up or, you know, drum some excitement up. You know, like have have a little bit of promotion. We don't know anything about these shows, and we're supposed to watch them to be excited about it. I'm sorry, but okay, we have PBA's, a lot of com- we have a, we have a lot of comments in the chat here. All right, so Kyle yeah. Michalowski kind of is not being clear on what he was saying before. Still, but Jimmy is saying that Brad and Kyle said all the bowlers were complaining about the small purses of the Open and Masters. Well, not surprising, but hey, bowlers, uh, you know, don't don't get too spoiled too quickly. All right. A couple of years ago, you were happy to be bowling for 30 grand. So let's not get too yeah. spoiled too quickly. Would right. be my 100%. advice. Nick, Nick Puhar. Thank you, Nick. Nick has posted the list Nico. of women. Nico, sorry. Nico Puhar has posted the list of women uh, bowling in this event. Rob, let's do the rundown. Uh, Clara Guerrero, Daria Pajak, Kelly Kulik. Oh, look at that, Rob. Kelly Kulik getting some respect. We're going to talk about her later, too. We're going to talk a little bit about Kelly. Danielle McEwen, Maria Rodriguez, Missy Parkin, Diana Zavjalova, Liz Johnson, Ashley Galante, Stephanie Johnson, and Verity Crawley are all bowling. Okay, all right. Good lineup. That's all right. a good lineup. Good. Yeah, it is a good lineup. That is a good I like lineup. That lineup. Good bowlers, marketable people. That is a good lineup for the show. Okay, all right, Absolutely. good. Uh, Nico, Nico, any chance we got the guy's side of who's bowling? Any chance you could throw that up as well? All right, Robert Hamilton is commenting and saying, I believe PBR is the cheapest beer in the Bolero houses anyway. So, do uh, I, you know, I don't drink when I'm bowling, but do they all have PBR, Robert Hamilton? Is, is, am I, is it safe to assume that all Bolero houses already sell PBR? Uh, okay. All I right. guess they do. They, blew, they must have a good relationship with Pops, which is great. Look, beer should always be in, uh, related with bowling. The bowling should always the PBA should always have a beer sponsor, okay? Like beer and bowling goes hand in hand. It's like peanut butter and jelly. It's like ham no burger, like Kool-Aid no sugar. Beer and bowling, right? It's so right, like it's so easy when I think about it. It's like the sponsors for bowling are are, are easy. It's easy right. to manscape and where you beer, be, Mike. You know, very like trimming easy. your hedges and drinking beer. You know, two things that you think about when you you go bowling. No, no, I mean, I I would agree, and I, and I'll say this: like I mentioned before about the deal with PBR and offer the discount of PBR. You know, Rob, what what do people love more than anything? People love free shit more than anything. Yeah, right? all freeze for me. Give me three. Yeah, so you know, Rubber in terms man. of like promoting the PBA, promoting these shows, etc. Not only from the side of Bolero, but all if it's in a Bolero center, but also from the side of the PBA, the ball companies, etc. Like 
the PBA shows should be a, a free, a, 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 you know, a freebie free for all is what it should be. You know, it should be like you create an environment where bowlers want to show up to these events because they have a chance to get something for free and walk away with a ball, a towel, coupons for free drinks, whatever it may be. Like, I just think that there's a lot of a lot of power within the bowling community with Bolero and the PBA and the ball companies, et cetera, to to really you know create some promotion there as well. Uh, to, again, by doing like some cross promotional deals or giving some some stuff away for free or you know giving out uh, discounts to, to to various things. So, all right. So Shep Ramsey, See, really, JD, really- JD is in the chat. JD, we talked about this earlier. I don't know if you just jumped on or not. But he's saying Bolero hits you with a COVID fee and an 18% gratuity. I was talking about the same thing because someone posted it on Facebook, and I read that. And, yeah, okay. Uh, All right, Shep Ramsey giving us the rundown here. Uh, Saturday, June 19th, 2-3, to contenders match Chris Barnes versus A.J. Johnson, and the king matches Chris Prather, okay, versus the winner. All right, I hope we're able to bet on these. Yeah, right. I hope we're able to bet on these. Jesper against Parker. Parker Bone. Ooh, okay, that's a, yeah. that's a little bit of in the style. I I, I don't yeah. mind that. Um, I don't mind it, but is that much of a match? I mean, Parker, man. Point? I mean, his nostalgia. People love will watch because Parker's bowling. Uh, wow! Vi- Look at the Anthony, Anthony Nyer. Nyer. Anthony Nyer makes Dude. the seven ten, and gets... the next thing you know, well, his defense, the, he I mean, made the master show. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. I can't. Dude, you know. Tim I don't Mack, know how I feel Tim about Mack. that. Tim Mack. Love Tim Mack on the show. Wow, Tim Mack. Tim okay. Mack. Right. We love Tim Mack. Former guest. I do love Tim Mack. I do love Tim Mack against Jason Sterner. If, Tom if, if we Nike. can bet on this, if we can bet on this, I'm telling you right now, I'm betting a large amount of money on Tim Mack. No disrespect to Jason Sterner. Revenge I got match. much respect for Jason Sterner. I even bet on him in the last event we could bet on. But Barnes I'll AJ has a chance to get a little bit fiery because they'll both eh, definitely. I don't know. I don't know. Um, King, so Shep Ramsey, appreciate the rundown. You better rundown than the PBA website, Shep Ramsey. Um, anyway, uh, a lot of those discounts could be a part of a package deal with the club membership idea. I mean, there's a lot of marketing. Yeah, get, give the fans a reason to show up. Sure. Other than the bowling. Other yeah. give the fans a reason to show up other than the bowling. Right. You know, the reason the reason people show up at, at Bayside is because it's a party. They're there to watch the bowling tournament, but they're really there for the party. You know this, Rob. You've been there. I know this. I've been there. Like, I, I I can't wait to go back. They're there for the party. So that's what I'm saying. Like, provide the party and the people will show up almost regardless of where you do it. You know, so all right, yeah. Rob. You know, we're, everybody, be on the lookout for these events. You know, let's support. And and I do, I do want to be clear here. And someone mentioned this in the chat previously. Let's support the PBA. Let's support the companies that sponsor the PBA. You know, like I'm, I'm going out and I'm getting a new fridge for my garage because I have too much beer and it's taking over my refrigerator in my. Uh, yeah. I'm getting my, a fresh manscape, Mike. Okay, I already have up. one. I already have one. I can go in the next room it. and grab it. You know, keep you know, keep your game tight, fellas. I gotta keep okay. it tight too. Keep, keep going to shit tight. Okay, I've keep had that going. for a minute. 
I'm actually on my second version of the of the uh, Manscaped tool. Dude, my brother so, bought 10 cases of PBRs, so he's, he's okay. set so, for a good Listen, weekend. that's where I was going. I'm, I'll definitely go out and buy a case or two of PBR and put it in my put it in my fridge. You know, even if I don't drink it, I'll give it to other people. I'll, I will, I will let others. Could you imagine drink going it. over? To, hey, Bill, could you imagine going over to Mike's house and he sits down and he pours himself a nice, expensive IPA, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, can you grab me a beer?" And then he hands you a PBR. You, Fucking yo, dead, man. Yo, yo, yo! Don't insult me, son. Don't insult. <laughs> yo, don't play me like I'm some cheapo that would do that to somebody. I would. You know how I. That's it. That's what someone would do to me, and then I'd never go to their house again, and I'd never invite them over to my house again. Dude, as long as I'm drinking am. a PBR by your pool, I'm cool whatever I'm drinking, honestly. Uh, JD is asking in the chat, am I bowling the Vars tournament on the 19th, Carolier? I saw it, JD. Uh, yeah, if I'm if – I'm uh, actually, I will not be. I have plans on that day. I have some company coming that Dave, day. Uh, perhaps I thought it was a multi, multi-day tournament. So if it is, perhaps I can get over there. But I do have some company coming on the 19th. Um, yep. But, no, listen, I, I agree I agree with you. Like, I, I will go out and buy some PBR. I have I have bought Barbasol in the past because they supported the PBA. Uh, you know, I try and support the PBA sponsors as much as I can. And, and people, the fans should too, right? We all should. Um, you know, I also think we should watch the shows, and I hope we can bet on the shows. I hope I'd we like can bet on PBR. these. I like to see a, a sponsor like PBR, like start involving maybe one of their one of the pros on one of their commercials, and actually put it out on like network TV. Not, I hate when the bowling advertisements are only on bowling shows. I kind of like to see bowling advertisements like branch out to other demographics, like maybe wrestling, Mike. Wouldn't that be interesting to put a bowling commercial during a wrestling on show? I mean, well, I mean that wouldn't make that, sense, right? That that's part of what I've complained about with Fox, you know, and the fact that like they use the bowling shows to promote all their other stuff, but you never, when I watch their other stuff, see bowling promote it. And you right. know, that's that's definitely there's something a reason I've for that before. probably. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, all right, Mike, let's keep it moving. We got a couple of uh, other things we want to go through. Uh, you know, since bowling is not going on right now or a lot of stuff um PWBA, oh but it is mike. pwba mike Kel- kelly my Kula. girl my kelly girl kelly Kula. revenge tour you called it rob She's you called it amazing okay. as a bowler she should have never she should have never not been drafted mike it's the it's still a, the biggest tragedy put some respect in- put some respect on her She's, name dude you know okay. you know i would i, I got to get her back on because you know if i asked her hey did you her motivation right now to, to just win is, I guarantee you, stemming a lot from being from not being drafted. And I, she would never admit it because she's too, um, you know, she she she's above saying that. But Mike, I'm gonna say that for her. <laughs> so <laughs> even though if it's can't, it, it might not be true. Um, Mike, the the final match though was a barn burner, and uh, I really wish I, I would have been able to watch that live. Shannon O'Keefe, okay. You want to talk about a power finals? Two legends, um, dude. So Titans. she gets up. Kelly gets up double to double an attempt to for to to lock Shannon out and threw the first one and then left a seven pin, I believe, forcing Shannon O'Keefe to double for the title. And Shannon went uh, through the nose and left the baby split and lost. Um, which, dude, which, by the way, doesn't happen often. No, if you, if you follow women bowling, she's money. like usually when she gets when she gets up there with something on the line, it's Freddie for the cheddar time. Uh, Mike, and here's Shannon the thing O'Keefe. about the title match: 
Mike, she switched balls. Kelly switched balls in the sixth frame and then went four and then or the fifth frame and like through the next four. So like you want to talk about she I think she switched balls and then switched hand positions or something. You want to talk about season veteran move? Man, that that girl, she can bowl, dude. Kelly is 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 an awesome bowler. And uh yeah, um the next tournament for the PWBA. Uh they're heading to Smyrna, Tennessee, Mike. Uh, for the Greater Nashville Open, um, just going to be starting tomorrow, going to June 12th. Mike, the, I like the PWBA. I mean, look, like they're in upstate New York. Next week, they're in Tennessee. They're 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 covering all kinds of cities and, and areas that the PBA never really go to. Um, so shout outs to the PWBA. You know, look, like shout outs to USBC. Chad, Chad, where's our free bowl TV subscription, bro? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Look like, I want to be watching all this. I got too many subscriptions already. Please. I, I think the USBC doesn't get enough credit for really like holding the PWBA events. I mean, look, they had 66 bowlers at the at the PWBA event. Like it's not, you know, 150 strong like bowlers. Uh it's not, you know, a huge rating fine. It's it's not a huge money like grab for the for the for the USBC, right? They're doing it for really to keep up the high level competitive of women's bowling. Um, and I really shout outs, man, they, they don't get enough credit, the USBC. We, we, we were so quick to complain about a lot of the stuff they do, but this for this, for them running PWB events all, all across the country is, is really a uh, kudos to, to, to the USBC in my opinion. Yeah. Shep, Shep in the chat, let us all know that the PWBA posts the step ladders on YouTube shortly after they finish. I was aware uh, you know, I want I want to watch the whole thing though, Shep. I, mean, I want to I want to watch them. I want to see some match play action. I want to see it all. You know. Uh, yeah. So you know, interesting, interesting win, great win for Kelly Kulik. Uh And yeah, Rob, I agree. I mean, it's 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 nice to be able to see the best female bowlers in the world be able to uh, go out, compete for something. You know, at least partly earn a living for for some of them. Uh, you know, through through the sport of bowling, so that's great to see. So it is. All right, Rob. Enough positivity. Enough positivity around here, Rob. The people know what time it is. Hit them with what they want. Let's not get positive for too long here, people. This is sweep the rack. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I feel like we both have good ones this week. So yeah, I'm gonna go first because I've been it's chomping at the bit to talk about this one. So, I know. You I gotta. You even you even posted on this one. You couldn't help yourself. Yeah, I couldn't help because it was just too. It was too good. So I gotta send a a sincere congratulations out to my guy here on the USBC message boards on the gift that keeps on giving uh, the, 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 the man, the myth, the legend, William Nelson. Congratulations on two fronts. One, you've congrats. won worst of the week. Congrats on winning worst of the week. The second congrats is I'm going to read the post and then we could all congratulate him. So I, he's, his post says, I am so very happy to say that I finally got my very first 300 this last Tuesday on our first night of summer league. Our league is a nine pin no tap, but you know what it is is still a 300. I was really flying high that night. It was also on the very first game as well. I yeah, knew my you, first. 
You I are high. You are high if you think a nine tap is really a three hundred. You're high as you're high as shit, son. I knew my that my first three hundred was coming, but I just didn't know when. Everything was just right that night. Mike. You, you know, no, no, no. You get on my case. You get on my case when I say the scores are too high. These three hundred videos, they're just. I mean, it's amazing that these people shoot through three hundred. And then you, you know, and then you flame this guy for his post. I mean, you know, is a no tap 300 all that much different than a lot of the fraudulent ass 300 that we already see out there? Bold on, bold on the, the nonsense okay. that we see out there. Let's also say, let's also put out there in this worst of the week that you, you know, usually it's me catching the flack from the, from the pro bowlers on Twitter. Uh, Belmo came out Oprah. of the woodwork. The Oprah. The Be- Oprah. Belmo. Oprah effect came out of the woodwork and uh, and commented to you on this very issue about someone bowling a a no at three hundred. And also, let me say, Belmo, let me say, Belmo. Okay, sure, he's listening. You don't you don't get to root for two teams. Okay, I don't know how how you do things over in Australia, but here in America, you pick one team. Okay. And you root for that team. Oh, you know. Okay, first he, well, of all, he's rooting for the Lakers. He's rooting for the Sixers on Twitter. My man, Mike. You might bowl with two hands, but you only get to root for one team. So make it. Let through. me let me throw my beef real quick and few minute rant on, on no tap. What I tweeted was the fact that I can't stand no tap as a whole. Like I, I feel like no tap shouldn't be allowed in the sport of bowling. Now maybe that was a little bit extreme. What I really was meaning is what really what set me off on it is the fact where I'll see a local bowling center run a no tap tournament every week and they'll get a bunch of entries, but God forbid that same center would run a scratch tournament or one in in, in a six month span of being there. Okay. And you see that too often where the bowling centers are running weekly no tap tournaments and God forbid they run one scratch tournament in a six month span, let alone they're running a weekly no tap tournament. It just shows you, it's just a, it's a very, it's a spotlight of where competitive bowling is these days. Okay. When you got 150 people showing up for a no tap tournament every week, and then you get 25 people or, or 15 people showing up for a sport scratch tournament. That's the state of bowling right now. And I yeah, disagree but, but, with it. But what, but what does that go back to, right? And, I, and I've and i talked about this before, and I'll make this point again. I, I feel very strongly about this. To me, this goes back, and, I, and I've again, I've talked about this before. This goes back to the idea that bowling has become a sport that people go to when they want to validate something about themselves, when they want to validate something about them being good at something, right? Because – it's very easy at this point in bowling to achieve some kind of level of success and point to that achievement and say, this makes me good. Right. And, and because the standard of that level of success has gotten so low over time in bowling, which it has, it's almost as if any level of success is worthy of saying, yes, this is an accomplishment and I am an accomplished bowler. And that doesn't matter if it's a no-tap 300, like in this guy's case, or if it's a no-tap tournament, like you're talking about, or if it's some guy 
who bowls a 300 on ridiculously easy stuff and the ball did most of the work and he just happened to match up and has no idea about that. Or if it's the guy who bowls 30 300s in post, oh, this is my 31st 300 and 18th 800 series. It goes for him too. You know, on some level. No, no, no. It was it was before this, Rob. It was before social media, though. This this idea has been going on in the bowling community for a very, very long time. Even from when we were teenagers, you know, like like we we were even guilty of this at times, I feel like. You know, I mean, now granted, like I, I do believe that we had a high a high skill set in the game of bowling, but Rob, like we I at least me, I'll speak for myself. I looked way more at my positive accomplishments in bowling as a validation of me being a great bowler than I looked at my negative uh, aspects of what went on with my bowling as a sign that I needed to get better or wasn't as good as I thought I was, right? And 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 that, in turn, kind of put me in a position where, no, you, you couldn't tell me that I wasn't, I wasn't the truth. Because I bowled 300, and I shot these high series, and I've won these JBTs, and I bowled these amazing uh, series and games in high school, and this and that. So I was even doing that. And now I think, you know, 20-some years later, uh, it's it's much worse. It's much worse because that standard has dropped a lot, even from where it was at that time, and, and it was somewhat low. So... Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I just think yeah, that but, bowling is in a is in a is in a bad bad place with the with so, the with, again with the self validation, like 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 you and and you know again, people are gonna hate on him. Bring up some people are gonna be like, oh yeah, you shouldn't you know say this about a kid's accomplishment or something. Like Rob, there's all these young kids who shoot three hundreds and bowl these big series and stuff, and then they post it on social media and you know they they get in the newspaper and they maybe get on the news or they do this. Or, and like honestly, what what is the value of it? What is the value? I mean, look, the value look, of it is almost no. non-existent. So yeah, I mean, look, I feel like that's the just day and age of the generation where uh, you know, look, the participation trophy generation, right? Where everybody was yo, getting trophies for participating, bowling, right? Bowling plays into that so heavily. So and you know heavy. that well because you were involved with a lot of the high school yeah, kids, well, a lot of the juniors. I, and, yo, and- I, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to say the same thing. I think that's one of the reasons that high school bowling is so popular. Okay, uh, but but again, there's that lack of of connection between all those high school bowlers and where they go after, right? But you know, listen, I mean, there's a ton of bowlers out there who really have. Uh, no level of accomplishment at all. But if you ask them, they will tell you that they have a very high level of accomplishment. And gotcha. yeah, I think sense. I think that this post has has something to do with that. So anyway, so real that. quick before we move on, because uh, you know, we no, I didn't. I didn't give my I didn't give my worst of the week. No, yet. no, no, no. I said yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I just want okay. to finish this stuff right. before. So Belmo, um, his response to me on the tw- on the Twitter was like, "Oh, you must be fun at parties," and look like going back to my original tweet. Like, look, I don't mind if no tap is around and people are doing it for fun and they go out and they have a good time and they drink and they do this. But when I see the bowling centers, because Josh Blanchard commented, or was it was it? It might have been Josh Blanchard uh, saying that. Um, no, it, it wasn't Josh Blanchard. It was uh, whatever whoever it was saying that he gets 100. Oh, Tyson Brannigan was telling me he gets like 150 or 130 entries for his no tap. Like, so he shouldn't run that. That's not really what I was trying to like 
convey that wasn't really the message but i didn't think the tweet was going to get as much hits as it was until belmo commented on it and you know what happens in the social media oprah of bowling comments on your tweet all of his lackeys all of a sudden are going to pile up on you regardless of you know what you were trying to say hey look i, I love myself a good twitter uh you know uh, uh, a royal rumble or whatnot but anyway that was really what i was trying to say on the tweet so all right mike your worst of the week and then we'll we'll wrap it up for the people my worst of the week goes out to all the bozos this week who felt the need <laughs> oh god who felt the need to go on social media and post about uh getting your purple hammer early <laughs> your new purple <laughs> hammer your new brunswick purple hammer early okay let me say a few things first of all no one gives a shit okay about <laughs> that you got your purple hammer early all right secondly uh most of these people, most of these people throwing a purple hammer is meaningless in their hands. Okay. Because the purple hammer is really only an effective tool in the hands of, of really talented bowlers. And, uh, third, you know, who cares? Who really, who that was who your cares? first, that was, no, that was your first one. Who I had to, I had to reemphasize that though. Who, like who cares? I mean, really? So that's that's I, a good I saw so many of these posts. I, I was just like, "Really, guys? Really? This is this is this is what you're putting out to the world." This is the state you of know? Mike. And, and yeah, the world David, David, David Tolson saying it's not even the same ball. Yeah, I know, right? It's not even the same ball. Like, who even knows if it's something special? It could be a complete dud. It could be a complete dud, and you're all on social media, you know, all hyped up about a complete dud. And really, if you're a house bowler. If you're a, if you're just a regular league, one of these one of these patch pirate sponsored league bowlers, okay. If you're one of these guys, when you using a purple hammer, when 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 you breaking that out of your bag, homie, when you breaking that out, you're ne- you're never know, breaking that out of your that. bag, okay. You're never breaking out on you're never breaking that out of your bag. So, you know, keep the purple hammer post to yourself, folks. It's not that big of a deal. All right. Perfect. I'm ending on that. All right, final thoughts, Rob. Honestly, I really um, don't really have any final thoughts this week, Mike. Uh, I'm still haven't really practiced at all a lot this week. Uh, you know, still finishing up a move now, first week at a new company, so I'm just trying to get settled. But uh, eventually, uh, the tat's coming up here at the end of the month, so I'll, I'll be getting on the lanes here soon, get some practice, and uh, yeah, that's really all I got tonight, Mike. My final thought tonight is that I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast today, and he had on uh, Chuck Klusterman, uh, writer, uh, covers pop culture, I would say, author, etc. And they were having a discussion about baseball, and they Chuck Klusterman was presenting the idea that baseball would be a way more interesting or get way more attention from people if they boiled down the season to where they only played two games in a week. Every team plays two games in a week. All the teams play on the same day. If you want to follow baseball, these are the two days you have to tune in to follow baseball. 
you know, you'd really rely on highlights because you'd be watching your your team ver- and you wouldn't be able to watch the other team. So everybody would be playing generally at the same time. Uh, and I, I, my final thought is when I listened to this podcast and I heard this point, I went back to the idea that bowling has to own a night. That's it. I, I mean, I, I, I really, I agree when, with when that. I listen, when I listen to that podcast today, I, I really went back to some of our conversations and just thought to myself, yeah, like, like bowling, if it really wants to see headway in the ratings and the coverage and, you know, any kind of attention from mainstream, it's got to find a night to own, you know, it, it, it really does. So, uh, you know, that's my final thought, uh, Rob. We'll keep it real for the people. Always sweep the rack. We're always here. Sweep the rack at Gmail. Hit us up. We love the emails, folks. We try and get back. We're a little busy right now, but we uh, we always try and get back to the email. So sweep the rack at Gmail. Hit us up. Uh, yeah, and um, for the people out there too, for next week, there might be a little bit of a time push. Um, so just look out for that. I'll post it up all on social media. Uh, that's just due to the new job uh, and me. Guess why, guys? Guess why? Because I'm super busy. Rob's super busy. Yeah, but look, like 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Pacific time when you work in a corporate, uh, you know, corporate day job isn't exactly the greatest time. Uh, yeah, well, you so. also have a podcast co-host out here on the East Coast, so you know when you wrap up work at seven o'clock, uh, I'm 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 in bed. So you know you got. Hey, you're on summer your vacation. Bosses. You're on yeah, summer vacation. You can not take yet, an hour. Yeah, I got. I got, I got another seven days left. I got seven, seven days. The countdown is so on, bro. I know. It must be so nice on. to have a countdown. Listen, August 28th, August 28th, yo. August, I'm putting word out. Oh, I, 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 I hired a bartender today. <laughs> oh, my August, God. August 28th, August 28th cool. at my crib. Dave, Dave, August 28th, you were, at, you were at the party 21 years ago, Dave. You know that it's worth a flight up from Florida to attend one of my parties. You know this, <laughs> so you're more than welcome. Uh, Rob, I'm I'm at the two one fifth on Twitter. Rob is Brooklyn Rob eleven. Rob eleven. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what's good. Check out the PBA shows. Grab a Paps Blue Ribbon. Grab a Manscape. I'll Trim grab a Paps Blue Ribbon. I'll open it. You know what I'll use it for? I'll use it to make my beer based hot sauce. That's what I'll use the Paps Blue Ribbon for. Perfect. So I'll pour some into the hot sauce, and then I'll pour the rest down the drain and not drink it. I'll enjoy my other stuff then. Uh, Support bowling. If we can bet, hit us up on Twitter. I'll be active with the bets. I'll be active with the bets. And unlike my co-host, I'll be offering open action to uh, all my friends that are are interested in betting. So Yeah, I don't like that too. I'm done betting on bowling. (laughs) (laughs) If we can bet on these shows – I might be done after these shows, as a matter yeah. of fact. So, yeah. All uh, right, guys, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Take it Later. easy. You are now listening to Sweep the Rack Podcast featuring Brooklyn Rob and Big Mike.